Indigenous Rights Radio, because knowledge is power. Demetrius Johnson is a land bank organizer at Rapid City, South Dakota-based nonprofit Indian Collective. Originally from Tolani, Ganado, Arizona, Johnson began community organizing shortly after being elected president of Kiva Club around the disastrous Gold King mine spell that affected his people in 2015. He is also a long-standing lead organizer for the Red Nation, a coalition of native and non-native activists, educators, students, and community organizers based in Albuquerque, New Mexico, advocating native liberation. Johnson has been part of many campaigns advocating for the liberation of indigenous, 2SLGBTQIA+, and working class people. Dimitris told us about the Land Back campaign. Um, I'm a, I'll, I'll introduce myself in my, uh, my language. So, yeah, Demetrius Johnson, Dasha Jene, Purichini Nishle, Ado Sitna Jenny Bashishchin, Sanjikina Edasha Chero, Purichini Edasha Nale, Twistlana Denasha, Ado Akut Ego Denehastin Nishle. Um, my name is Demetrius Johnson, I'm Dene, um, and I'm a landback organizer for Indian Collective. I work for, yeah, I work for the Landback campaign. I'm a, I'm a Landback organizer. Um, there's only currently three of us within the Landback campaign. Um, it's me, it's Nadia Tanous, who is a Palestinian woman, and she's the other organizer. And then we have our director for the Landback campaign, uh, Crystal Tubles, and she's um, Northern Cheyenne and Oglala Lakota. Um, but the Landback campaign um, is one of the many campaigns that lives within Indian Collective. Um, Indian Collective is a huge uh, native-led, uh, indigenous-led um, nonprofit organization here in the United States. Um, we, you know, the the work branches from. Um, our philanthropic arm, uh, which gives you know million, millions and millions of dollars back into our communities, um, and I actually learned this um, a couple weeks ago. We were in D.C., but it's over. Uh, I think it's eighty-six percent of our funding, eighty-three percent of our funding. Um, that we receive from from donors is brand new money, which means, um, like within the nonprofit world, that uh, the the money that we do receive isn't you know cannibalizing or like we're not taking it from other um, native or you know colonized people's money. This this is all brand new money that's getting funneled into um, native communities, native organizations. Um, so that's one that's one aspect of what Indian Collective is, but also we have like our actions, our actions arm, which is where the Landback campaign lives, along with climate justice campaign, education equity, and uh, racial equity. Um, those are uh, yeah, those are the other um, campaigns, and then 
along with uh, with that, you know, like within the philanthropic arm of, of giving, you know, giving all these resources to Native communities, um, we also have our uh, our lending arm. So tribes that you know typically can't apply or um, get loans or you know these big this these big like a uh, huge projects they need to do on their on their reservations so like doing a like renewable energy or um, housing projects or um, agriculture any of these like large projects that require like large sums of money sometimes they can't you know get get it through um, federal funding or even through banks or whatever um, and that's where Indian Collective comes in so really Indian Collective feels like a vacuum a void that oftentimes that tribes like don't have or like they have to lend or they have to lean on um, like white-led nonprofits. Um, so you know Indian Collective is really like unique in that and Indian Collective's only been around I'll say three years four years um, I the exact year but you know it's very it's very young and you know it, it's it's very it's very powerful already and with that land back campaign is only two years old um but that's not to say that the the movement for land back is only two years old um the 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 you know the, the movement for land back has began since you know colonizers have come to to this place so with some called turtle island um so we're only you know, we're only continuing the work that um our ancestors have have done before us now in 2020 the lakota people protested in an effort to draw attention to the ancestral link to the black mountains and their ownership of it we asked Demetrius about the events that transpired on July 4th, 2020. It started, like like I said earlier, it starts with the, you know, the Fort Laramie treaties. Um, two treaty, it's the same treaty, but both of them, there's, there's, there's two dates that they were signed, 1851 and 1868. Um, both of them, you know, talked about, you know, the Black Hills is the Lakota people's sacred site. Um, and that it's theirs and have every right to protect that place in that place and that's what they chose to do on July 4th 2020 when um you know settlers and even the president at that time donald trump came to visit that place on the 4th of july which is you know uh independence day or you know it's a big old settler holiday here in the united states um, the day that you know the United States became a country, and um, yeah, many many Native people, um, people that call that place home, were uh, arrested, were tear gassed, were pepper sprayed, um, and even our uh, oh, I won't never mind. Um, even our director, that's literally like where our, our Crystal Tubals, that's where she uh, was um, also arrested. And that's actually where the land back campaign was born from. Like that was, that was when, uh, when, when, when the birth of this campaign happened. Um, but, 
that's you know that's the cornerstone of like what our our our, our, our campaign works on the land back campaign is reclaiming the black hills um because one like that's where you know that's what that's what lakota people say like that that's the heart of that's the heart of everything that is it's it's their emergence point but also you know it's a, it's a very sacred site and by returning the land you know it's it allows us to return to our culture our spirituality everything our kinship systems um after that um obviously there was like uh there was a lot of momentum for the you know the the term land back and what i was told was that land back has been used since like the the late 90s and obviously there's you know there's all kinds of stories of when like the term land back came about but this is one that I was told by um, First Nations people or like the indigenous people in Canada. And it was some some auntie that, you know, started using land back when she was talking to the Canadian government, talking about like, you know, giving her land back. So she would say land back at these meetings. Uh, but that's where I heard, that's what I was told where the term land back came from. Uh, and then, you know, as the, the age of social media, the came about and memes started coming about um it was actually again first nations um indigenous people that you know kind of popularized the term through social media land back land back and that's just kind of like the you know the the phrase we use or like the phrase we borrow like we don't own that phrase like we don't claim to own that phrase or like we're the ones that started it but um, we do do work around like that framing and like when doing this work too, like we don't just do it like with, without guidance, without like just individually, we, we, we go, we come back to our, we come back to our communities. We talk with people, we talk to our elders, we talk to our youth and make sure that we're, you know, coming correct to this work. And when we're talking, you know, when we're defining what land back is, like, that's another thing that, you know, we hold, um, close. When I first got hired on, I just, you know, I started working for this campaign just a little bit over a year ago, like a year and like a couple months ago. Back in June of 2021 is when I joined the campaign and literally like two weeks into my, uh, into my employment, I don't even know if it was two weeks, it was maybe like, like eight days or something, like it's a bit over a week. We, uh... It was, um, it was already coming up to the 4th of July again, 4th of July of 2021. And my, my coworker, Nadia, my, my other land back organizer, she was, she just got hired on that week. And we went to a rapid city, which is where the Black Hills is, which is where, you know, so-called Mount Rushmore is. And, um, we did the action. Nadia and Crystal were two of the four climbers that climbed up on the, the, the grain silo, like in, in the middle of Rapid City. Um, and you gotta know, like Rapid City is just like, you know, they call it like the, the city of presidents, right? Because of Mount Rushmore, but also like in downtown Rapid City, there's statues of each and every president um, of the United States. So it's like a big, you know, it's a big patriotic town and the 4th of July. So everyone's like, you know, wanting to see the flag 
fireworks. People come in from all over the country just to be there. And we climb up this grain silo, which is right in the middle of Rapid City. Like, you cannot miss it. And they, 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 do, the, the, they do the flag drop. And at first, like, it was, it's so cool. Like, it's, they, they hang it so, like, it's only halfway. Like, they folded it. It's a big, like, I don't know, 100 foot tall flag or whatever. They, they hang it halfway so it looks like, you know, it looks like the actual flag. Like, okay, cool, they're hanging the flag. And then they unveil it and it's upside down and it says lamp crossed it. And everyone is just like, what? Like, so confused. I wasn't a climber. I, I'm scared of heights. And also I was like way heavier back then. I didn't want the ladder to break, but um, yeah, Nadia and Crystal were a part of that. And it's a very powerful moment. Um, and then, you know, it galvanized a lot of people. Um, and it also, it also let people know, like, you know, Native people are here and we want our land back. And that was also in conjunction with, um, you know, raising awareness on the the children that were sent to boarding schools during the boarding school area era and finding all those bodies um, around those boarding schools. And so, um, you know, it was, it, was, it, was, it was very powerful. It was, it was very, you know, we, we definitely blew the, blew the candles out on their 4th of July. That was... That was, that was that was cool um but that was only like yeah like i said like less less than two weeks into my into my my work there and then since then like we we launched land back you um which is our online learning platform to learn about you know people on the front lines people doing actual land back work and um and expanding that conversation of like one like i mean the first session that we ever did was on cultural burning so fire how 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 native people like manage fire and like actually use fire to um like prevent fire if that makes sense like cultural burning burning certain 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 weeds certain plants in order for you know people call wild wildfire like we've, we've been we've been dealing with wildfires non-stop but native people knew how to like you know they had the knowledge back then to understand like well there's certain certain things that you've got to Cultural, cultural burning. We also asked Dimitris how folks can get involved with claiming the land back in their own communities. So I would say the first thing to get involved in, like, you know, land back work is to talk with your communities. Um, talk with your people, talk with your, talk with your elders, talk with your, you know, the people you call family, your, 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 the community you're trying to get land back for. That should always be like the first priority. Like that should be who you're accountable to because that's who we're accountable to. Um, and talk to indigenous people, talk to native people. For us at Lambac, the Lambac campaign, um, we're not the leaders of this movement. We're not, you know, the, the movement is with the people and like we are a part of the movement, but we're not the leaders of the movement. And I don't think we ever claim to be. And I don't think, you know, that that is like necessarily the point. Indigenous people are the leaders of this movement. Um, Native people are the leaders of this movement. All we do is just kind of put like a framework around like what Lambac is. So if you want to get involved in getting Lambac to your people, talk with your people first.
For more on the Land Back Movement, visit IndianCollective.org. And for more on the rights of indigenous peoples, visit CS.org and follow Cultural Survival on Facebook and Twitter.